new truck inventory, the repair business, and the market for used trucks. Let's go to the bench. Legal news, information, and interviews from Collins and Lacey, a leading South Carolina defense firm for construction, workers' comp, hospitality, retail, trucking, professional liability, mediation, government, and ethics matters. The views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect that of Collins and Lacey, its management, or employees. This is The Legal Bench. And welcome to The Legal Bench, where we are recording live from the 2022 South Carolina Trucking Association's annual meeting. And here is Collins and Lacey defense attorney, Robert Peel. Yes, we're here at the uh, annual South Carolina Trucking Association meeting, and I have the pleasure of talking to Pate Summers of the uh, Pete Store. Pate, thank you for joining me today, and tell me what uh, the Pete Store does. Thank you, Robert. Uh, appreciate y'all having me this morning. Uh, the Pete Store is a privately held Peter Peterbilt dealership group uh, with locations spanning from Southern Florida to Massachusetts. Twenty-seven facilities in all. And what what is your job um, with them? I have the opportunity to be general manager of two locations: one in Columbia, South Carolina, and the other in Savannah, Georgia. Columbia, South Carolina, we're familiar with because that's where we're from. Yes, sir. And what does Peterbilt sell? Peterbilt uh, would sell Class 5 through 8 uh, vehicles, in both over the road as well as a vocational applications. In addition to on your, your Class 5 units, down to your Class 5 units for pickup and delivery, right? Uh, your regional haulers, etc. Explain to the uh, people who are listening what Class 5 through 8 means. Because um, I'm not sure the average listener would know what that means. Understood. So um, when people think of a semi-truck, uh, uh, that would be primarily a Class 8 unit uh, for your over-the-road applications, hauling a, uh, a trailer of some sort, whether it be a 53-foot uh, dry van or a refrigerated unit going down the highway. Uh, uh, so it's uh, up to 80,000 total gross vehicle weight. Um, down to what we consider a class five, which would be your regional beverage haulers going around your convenience stores, delivering you know your uh, your Coca Cola to your uh, your your whatever your flavor is of alcoholic beverage. During the pandemic, we kind of learned that um, there were such things as truck shortages because we couldn't get things in from China. That sort of thing has. Are y'all meeting the demand of providing the trucks to the companies or businesses? who need them? Uh, it's a very, very good question. So uh, the pandemic, uh, as you can imagine, brought about uh, challenges uh, for most industries. Ours was affected uh, similarly. So overall output or build, if you will, for uh, our industry was impacted. Uh, so the output uh, that uh, Peterbilt, since we're a Peterbilt dealership group, the uh, total output was affected, so we were constrained in the total number of vehicles we were allotted to be able to sell in an annualized period. Uh, and uh, we were, we had to cascade that down to our, obviously, to our customer base. Uh, and we expect to see that again, uh, not only for uh, for 2022, but for 2023 calendar year. Why is that still the problem in 2023? I, I guess... My thinking would be that, you know, we, we got through COVID, things are trying to get back into normal, everyday living, but why is it still going to be backlogged into 2023? From uh, the information that I have available to me, uh, since as we're uh, 
Lincoln, we're more of a franchisee in terms of the dealership group. We're not the OE, uh, so we're not the assembly side of this equation. Um, you know, it all stemmed originally from uh, your computer chip situation, right? Primarily the automotive side, and I think that's there's been a lot of press about that, both for your, you know, your your light uh, lightweight uh, trucks and, and automobiles for your home, uh, as well as it's impacted directly uh, for the uh, for the heavy truck market, um, and then that spawned, you know, multiple industries across multiple platforms. Most re- recently with uh, you know Shanghai, uh, you know that entire uh, region has been shut down for multiple months. Uh, and that's the largest port in the world, which has affected most every industry supply chain. So what's the typical um, customer that you guys have? Typical customer in Columbia would be, um, a, a, for the state, uh, would be a large vocational um, entity, so a dump trucker, if you will. Your, um, uh, your LA barriers, your NW lights, those type of uh, Organizations professionally run, um, you know, they're 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 making it happen for the state in terms of, uh, uh, of multiple applications, whether it be on the interstates or uh, or um, you know civil engineering projects or uh, regional builds, etc. Um, as well as uh, over the road trucking entities um, that are looking for more of your highway flyers, um, you know, that are that are moving uh, product in and out of our state. And then once y'all sell the truck, are y'all, do y'all do any kind of maintenance work at the, at the facilities? We do. Um, it's a very good question. Appreciate that. So we're a full-service dealership group across our locations in, uh, uh, in South Carolina. So just to, just to name, we also have a facility in addition to the Columbia location in Greenville in the upstate uh, at exit 60 right across from uh, the BMW assembly facility. Uh, so both entities are full-service dealership locations. We sell new and used equipment, um, as well as uh, full-service location. Uh, we have um, a service group. Uh, both locations have 18-plus service bays, uh, master technicians. Mobile service is also available. We have mobile vehicles. Uh, we sell parts across the counter, uh, as well as parts delivery directly to our customer base. So, Pate, uh, you brought up earlier that um, with the issues of, of supplying of new tr- trucks, that is not existent. So, have you seen a lot, uh, are y'all selling a lot more used trucks? Uh, yes, very good point, Robert. Um, the With our new trucks being sold out for the year, uh, used equipment uh, has seen um, in, in my side, my my lifetime of the retail side of our business, uh, uh, I'd say historic uh, highs in terms of volumes of used truck sales. Um, very limited quantities across uh, uh, pretty much any any part of the country right now. It's not just uh, not just limited to the southeast, but uh, you know our exposure for wholesalers and so forth uh, across our country. Very limited product, um, and is. Uh, uh, is, is been unexpected to, to the degree. So we're we're constantly looking for for product to be able to offer our customers. I don't want to say it's been a struggle, but it's been a challenge. Since there have been issues with finding uh, used trucks or product to sell your customers, are you having more maintenance items in shops because the trucks that y'all are trying to offer are older? That would be expected. I would, I would believe, based on if, if this is a prolonged situation in terms of uh, the availability of new equipment, um, then uh, 
I would I would expect to see that over the period of a few years. You know, create a, a hole, if you will, in terms of the supply. If you create it long enough, then then the age of the existing fleet will get longer, and that should be expected. Um, year over year, we are where we would expect to be. Uh, so not a not a significant increase. Um, in, uh, in in my history with uh, on the dealership side of our industry, you know, the, you see large increases when you have you know significant uh, uh, constraints and or uh, challenges with some of the product, whether it be you know back with major emissions changes, etc., um, that are brought on that might change equipment. There might be issues with the equipment. Those bring on significant movement in our service group. Uh, but right now, with the uh, with the age of the product, I have I can't directly correlate that to a significant increase in our service volume. Calendar year 2024 will be another uh, emissions regulation uh, change. Uh, so there, there will be some uh, uh, NOx and particulate matter um, thresholds that will be reduced that will require um, uh, from the. Uh, uh, primarily from the engine manufacturing side of the of the of the industry, um, adaptions to the product uh, to meet those uh, regulations. Um, so we'll uh, we will hit those head on and see how see what effect that has in terms of sales and also uh, you know the back end volume with fleet age. So what is the truck shortage doing to businesses like yours who are, or who are attempting to make a profit? Uh, so, um, very good question. It is uh, our overall volume, I would say, has we've seen a reduction on that end to some degree. Um, as well, we've, we've been uh, constrained uh, with price increases in terms of our purchase side, uh, you know, not only in parts, but also in the, uh, uh, in the trucks themselves, both new and used. Um, from uh, from our customer standpoint, uh, you know, they've, they've, uh, their purchase price for new equipment and used has gone up. Thankfully for their end, they're getting higher dollar for their trades, which is a positive situation for them. So they they see some relief from that end. Um, in our case, uh, we've you know being able to required to pass on a price increase for new equipment. Uh, has created some some challenging conversations, and our approach here at the Peach Store has been to just hit it head on with the customers and not not dodge the issue and, and be forthright. Um, most of our customers say we're we're happy that they they stuck with us and we're willing to re up and and uh, and appreciate the level of support uh, that we were providing. Um, it did create some challenges with the with a limited number of folks that were 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 um, uh, how do I put it. Uh, um, uh, disappointed, uh, you know, in in the the year over year price increase that we saw due to the supply chain challenges. Um, from our end, um, we're focused on maintaining and supporting our customer base, so we're doing everything we can not to uh, not to pass on any more than we have to to uh, to be um, effective uh, as a dealership body. Peterbilt has not offered us pricing for 2023 calendar year for our product and. Um, that is in itself has created challenges with our customer base because folks want to plan ahead, right? You make your business plans, etc. But I believe it's the right thing to do right now as as all this sorts out from the supply side uh, till we till we really know what what the costs are going to be. There's no reason to give somebody a price and then a month or two later come back and hit them with another surcharge. That's a that's not a good way of doing business. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Robert.
You've been listening to The Legal Bench, live from the 2022 South Carolina Trucking Association's annual meeting. For more legal news of interest to South Carolina businesses, join us right here for the next episode of The Legal Bench. You've been listening to The Legal Bench from the South Carolina defense firm Collins & Lacey. Learn more at collinsandlacey.com.